Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Nerds Who Live podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas, and this is episode one. So Nerds Who Live podcast. This podcast is of my own design and is a podcast for the nerdy, geeky, and the socially awkward who, frankly, wish to be strong. We not all were born the jock type, um, but we all deserve to find the healthiest and strongest version of ourselves. And in any hero, because I am a nerd and I love heroes and I love origin stories of heroes, an origin story is one of the most defining aspects of any hero. So with this podcast, my goal is to weed through all the bro science, fad diets, any contradictory information that usually permeates the zeitgeist of fitness so I can help you find the best fitness practice for you. This podcast is your roadmap to starting your own origin story. When I first started in fitness, I wish I had a roadmap. There's so much information that was out there. There was just countless YouTube videos, countless methodologies, uh, and frankly, they're all good. Uh, okay, let's back that track. Uh, they're not all good, but there is a lot of good ones out there for you to start. And with this roadmap, I want you to be able to find the best fitness practice for you. We're not all the same. We all have different goals, but at the end of the day, it's going to be about finding a sustainable practice for yourself and one that fits with your schedule, your lifestyle, most importantly, your goals, and then your emotional health and your mental health. Your training should be an extension of you. In your training, your goal should be to find an expression that you will eventually evolve into the best version of yourself or the version of yourself that you wish to, you know, to be and to be able to put out into the world. So that is our goal. Our goal here is to help you with that. Uh, there are lots of podcasts and there are lots of YouTube videos where there's a lot of people telling you what to do, here's how to do it, all these different methodologies. Some of them are great. Again, some of them not so great. So again, we're here to be a roadmap. And then for this roadmap, I'm going to, in a way, circle an X, some of the best pit stops that you can make, make suggestions, and hopefully in the future, bring on guests who can share their story and what they found worked for them. So moving forward, that is this podcast. Who am I? is again my name is nicholas anderson i am a personal trainer strength coach and amateur powerlifter based out of ventura california uh fitness has been a part of my life since i was a wee lad and it's always been something that i've found shelter in and turned to even before it had been something that really was a turning point for me in my health and uh probably a story for another time but it definitely saved my life in many ways and for that, I'm very grateful. And for that, I love coaching, teaching, and sharing that with others because what it did for me is something that I wish to see be done for anybody else. And that's really what it comes down to. Of course, I'm going to share my passions, which is uh, all things strength-related. I was originally, when I first started lifting, I was about 21, 145 pounds wet. I had done martial arts ever since I was about five so I always had that physical practice, but I never had strength. I was not naturally strong. So about 21, when I decided to start lifting, that's when I dove in and I, to this day, love getting stronger. 
And of course, my passions are those, and specifically powerlifting, which is what I do now. But this podcast will not be limited to just that, because we all deserve our own fitness practice. And so I will be fair to you and hopefully examine many of those other options. Uh, Kettlebells, kettlebell sport, which is also something I'm familiar with, Um, calisthenics, and anything else that may come up. But of course, I will start with what I am most biased in, and that will be strength training, barbell training, and kettlebells. So that's how it is. So now let's get started. Where to begin? So if you are a beginner in strength training, you're a beginner maybe in fitness overall, that's okay. But it is daunting. And where to begin is hard. Uh, When I first started, I would just start looking at what I thought was interesting, what I thought was cool, uh, which usually came down to either calisthenics, muscle-ups and rings, to heavy barbell training. And uh, it's what it focused on. But where to begin for you is essentially, obviously, a gym membership. (laughs) The first and foremost, the most simple, you need a place to train. Now, of course, if you want to start working out, and a gym is not something that's for you, then you simply can do bodyweight training uh, or just some dumbbells at home. Um, that's really you know, what you'll need. So it just depends on what program you're going to venture down. And now I've said that word, program. Going through this podcast, and honestly, any other fitness podcast, you will find that the word program, programming, is a very used term. And programming is something that you need. It is your schedule. It is the literally the program you follow in your fitness practice. So, and honestly, you need it because it keeps you on track. Um, You can't build a car without schematics or blueprints. uh, And the same way, you're not going to be able to build a fitness practice without a schedule. So if you're someone who has a hard time adhering to a schedule... You're going to have to get good at it. But leading into our next point, there are many versions of a program and all are good. And just like any diet, the best diet is the one that you can stick to that lends you to your goals. You don't want to chase more than one rabbit at a time. So look at your resources. Will you get a gym membership? Will you do it at home? If you're going to do it at home, it will be body weight or maybe some dumbbells you know, a mix of there. But let's say you decide, like most people, you just get a gym membership. So you will have access to a squat rack, benches, dumbbells, all in the like. Now, moving forward, your main movements should be, especially for someone starting out, compound lifts. Compound meaning it's compounding together of power output and forces. So using your whole body, Your main compound lifts are the squat, the bench, and the deadlift. Those are your three main movements. Any other accessory movements that may branch off from those are all a version of those. Um, There are many versions of the squat, of the bench and the press, and of the deadlift. So those are going to be your main ones. And of course, there are accessory movements, the bodybuilding style, But if you're starting out and you're just trying to put on size, simplicity is key. So keep it simple. There's the KISS rule. K, keep uh, it, S, simple, 
Last S, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Because, again, chase more than one rabbit at a time, you will burn out. Or hurt yourself. Or, frankly, just bought off more than you can chew and become discouraged and not keep following it up. So don't do that. But going a little bit further, many types of programs. So I am a coach, uh, a trainer, and I have been for about four years now. So I obviously make customized programs for those that I work with based on their needs. So I can do that. But for the sake of this podcast, we'll pretend that you're not ready to hire somebody to do that. There are lots of free information, or by free, maybe you buy a book uh, to read more about it that's very marginal, $15, $20. And there's lots of good ones, and that's how I started. When I first started, I started with the barbell 5x5 method, the starting strength, uh, also sometimes referred to as the Texas method, which simply means five sets, uh, five reps for the main lifts. Uh, The 5x5 method was the bench, squat, deadlift, power cleans, and bent over row. So those five movements, four, five sets of five reps. So it was all fives, hence the five by five method. Uh, The starting strength method was originally developed by coach Mark Ripito. He's since become a very well-renowned coach. He has YouTube videos. Um, His starting strength book has been updated and volumized and has uh, starting strength programming as well as um, many other various endeavors that he's done. And honestly, it's a great program. It's a great program for starting. Uh, It's going to teach you the basics. And the starting strength methodology is meant for beginners for the general population. So the way that they teach the lifts, the way that they have you execute them is a very digestible and, you know, way that you can start. And it's great. So option number one, the five by five Texas method, starting strength. Number two, the five, three, one program by coach uh, Jeff Wendler and, or is it Jim Wendler? I honestly could be messing that up, but Coach Wendler is usually how I've always referred to it. Uh, but it is the five three one method. Uh, the five three one method is uh, it's just as it says. Uh, Jim Wendler, that's his name. I had to Google it really quick to remember, uh, and I was right. Coach Jim Wendler would develop the five three one. Um, and again. I don't want to go into the specifics of each of these programs too much. I'm just giving you an overview and pointing you to good resources that you could then start to study yourself. So if I get some of the specifics wrong, forgive me, let it pass. You can just go pull it up and you'll see all the information there for yourself. So Coach Jim Wendler's 531 is also a great starting method. It's simple. The progressions are right there. And it centers around, again, your squat, bench, and deadlift with some accessories thrown in there. Number three is Lane Norton's PH3 program. Um, I know of some people who do this program. Personally, not too familiar with it, but a lot of people, beginners and even more advanced lifters, do like this program and uh, have a lot of success with it. It's not as straightforward 
um, for an entry-level lifter as 5x5 or 5 But uh, when I have looked into it and the people who use it, it's a solid program. Number four, Power to the People by Strong First, uh, specifically Pavel Tatsulin, who was the creator or the founder of the Strong First system. Uh, Power to the People is a barbell, also kettlebell program, and it's simplicity at its most defined. Um, it's usually two movements, a deadlift and a press, and then the frequency and everything is laid out in the book. That's a, it is a book that you can get, maybe $20, $25, and that's it. It's a deadlift and a press, so it's very simple, but you can make really good foundational strength gains out of that. So that's also a good option, especially if you only have limited equipment or perhaps, you know, learning all three of the main leaves is too much. Learning just the deadlift and just a press, overhead press, um, with a kettlebell or dumbbell is maybe a little bit easier to digest. So Power to the People is an excellent linear program that you can follow and, again, make foundational strength gains. Now, by foundational strength gains, I mean bringing up your overall baseline of strength. So if you're just starting out and you go into a bodybuilding style workout where you're having your splits, so you have you know biceps and back and you know triceps and this and chest, da-da-da-da-da, um, you know, that's lots of working sets per week. Um, and it's not that it's bad, but if you don't have an overall strength, it's, it's not really going to help you. Um, build your strength first with the compound lifts. And then once you build that foundational strength, that's when you can add in your accessory movements or your more bodybuilding style muscle development movements. Because then you have something to build off of. Um, if you're just going to start lifting and start doing isolation exercises... You know, it's uh, it's not going to help you in the long run. Uh, it's like any type, you know, piece of art. You have to lay the background of the canvas first, the sky and the mountains and the landscape. Then you can start adding your small details, trees, the birds, all that good stuff. I speak in a lot of metaphors just for future reference. So I do apologize in advance if sometimes when I get ahead of myself, I may try to explain things in a way of imagery. I'm a bit dyslexic and I do that. So, moving on, build foundational strength. Your main compound lifts are your primary. Once you start building your baseline strength, and in also these programs, they kind of help you determine that, and then you can start to see maybe what those strength goals are, short-term, mid-term, and long-term, then you can start gauging your progress. So a short-term strength, short strength goal may be I want to squat and deadlift my body weight, and then I want to bench half my body weight. That'd be a pretty, pretty solid short-term strength goal for any starting out lifter. And then from there, you can start finding more goals or upping the weight, so on and so forth, according to the program that you're on. So I gave you four 
starting types of programs that you could potentially look into, start, and would be excellent resources for you. Now, diet. So if you're starting out and you were like me, and we'll cover both scenarios of the skinny and more overweight. I was, again, 145 pounds wet. So you have to eat like you mean it. You build muscle in caloric surplus. That means you have to eat a lot. It doesn't mean you eat like an asshole. It means you eat and hydrate intelligently. Now, that being said, just lifting common misconception will not make you bulky. Uh, A lot of women have that misconception. They don't want to lift weights. They don't want to get bulky. And lifting heavy will make you stronger and will, you know, make more dense muscle fibers for your body. And then your genetics may also play into that. But to build on top of that and build more muscle, so to get bigger, you need to be in a caloric surplus. So what you eat doesn't necessarily matter next to how frequently, how much, and the activity level. But again, don't eat like an asshole. That's not an excuse to eat junk food. It just means that if you're good 90% of the time, 10% of the time, especially if you're trying to put on muscle, it's not going to be too big of a deal as long as you're staying on your training. If you're not training and then you're eating like you are training, again, you're going to have an asshole problem. Now, for somebody who obviously maybe is more overweight and so they want to start strength training to lose weight, that is different. Now, that person has to be in a caloric deficit. So that means you need to be power outputting more than what you're taking in. And it's really that simple. Again, what you're going to eat from there is going to be less important to how much and then how much output and the frequency of output uh, you're training and that you're being active. But again, doesn't mean being an asshole. Eat nutrient-rich food. Don't eat bullshit. Uh, Again, you have a donut on a Sunday with coffee after a week of training. No big deal. You have a piece of pie at the end of dinner once, twice a week. No big deal. As long as you know, 90% of the time you're eating good food. Good food goes a long way. So don't underestimate that. Now, how to find those? There's lots of great apps that can help you track your calories, help you track exactly how much you're looking for. Uh, the most popular one being MyFitnessPal. MyFitnessPal will be a really easy way for you to A, find out uh, what you're going to be needing. It, when you join, it asks you, obviously, your height and your weight and what you want to do. If you want to maintain, lose, or gain weight. And then it gives you options of uh, do you want to gain or lose half a pound a week, one pound a week, or more. Uh, I do suggest that you pick either the half pound or pound a week option. Anything more than that you, you may work, but it's going to be more extreme and less sustainable. So by all means, you know, you can pick a pound a week. That's really good. But don't be too tempted with the more extreme options because, again, fast results means faster rebound. Play the long game. Uh, half a pound a week, either gaining or losing, honestly is great. I know, you know, once you start, you really want to make results. But 
for your body to adapt and sustain any of the gains that you make or the weight that you lose, slow and steady will win the race. So that's what you need. And then with that MyFitnessPal, you'll also be able to you know, uh, add in your activity level. So when you work out and then record whatever you eat so you can start to see if you're hitting the numbers that it gives you because it's going to give you a caloric number depending on what you put in. Uh, if you want to lose weight, you're going to do, you know, eat this much calorie, this many calories, and then you have to put in your activity level also, and then that'll have to account for some of it. And if you're gaining, it's the same thing. You're going to put in what you eat, and then how much you're training, and it's going to tell you how much you need. And so from there, you just have to stay consistent. And leading into the next point, track your progress. So our steps so far have been to determine your goals and your resources. The second step being program. Third step is diet. And now fourth step is track your progress. Your program that you'll be on will have, almost all programs have a way of a metric of tracking your progress. So, you know, obviously you may start with a certain weight on the bar on your first week for all your lifts and then every week you know it'll go up record these whether you put it by hand in a notebook or you keep it on your phone in your notes section every session record it i do it my coach has me do it i have a a training program and i you know write down and record and it's very important because tangible progress are those little wins that keep you motivated So do that. Also film your lifts. Film your lifts. It's not for vanity. It's for technique feedback. You need to see how you look, how you squat, how you press. See if you have one side of your hips are up higher or one elbow goes a little wonky. So you can start to then, you know, use social media or YouTube as a good tool. Because now you can look at your technique and then find really good lifters with really good technique and start to try and emulate them. Now, that being said, what works for them may not work for you, but it's still good to have a reference. And of course, those programs will also, uh, the starting strength, they all have a way of our section where they break down the technique for each that they want for you to use, and that will create a great base. And then same thing with the diet, track your progress, track your calories, see where you're at every day, and stay consistent and obviously you're not going to film your food some people like to take pictures for instagram of their food and other stuff and you know if that works for them that's great it's going to come down to again what is sustainable for you what motivates you to keep going every day Uh, if it is posting it on social media great do that Um, if it's not just you know writing it down tracking it yourself great um, but that's it. That's It's going to come down to you having your resources and your goals set up, a program to follow, a diet to support that, which also does include sleep and hydration and your overall stress levels, and then tracking that. Because if you just keep going in blind, if you hit a hiccup, you're going to be discouraged. But if you hit a hiccup and you have all this progress tracked, you look and be like, oh, I'm having a sucky week. But you're way 
steps ahead of where you were four or five weeks ago when you started, it can help those bad weeks seem not so bad. And just know that the next week, you'll come back better. So do yourself a favor. Track progress for the sake of your sanity. So that's our first episode. Pretty easy. Just how to start a fitness practice. I hope you learned something. Uh, Again, we're going to go over those steps, which is determine your goals and your resources, what you want, and then whether it's a gym membership, uh, what you're going to have at your disposal. Pick a program. Pick one that you like, that you're interested in, one that is exciting and that you can learn from. Then diet. Make sure you choose the right diet for yourself and then the right resources to support that. And then finally, track your progress in everything. Share it with me if you want. By all means, you can tag hashtag Nerds Who Lift podcast, uh, hashtag Nerds Who Lift. I know that that's, that one's been used, but the Nerds Who Lift podcast will be its own. And let me know how it goes. If you have any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer those. Um, my Instagram, which will be Nicholas underscore Anderson underscore VTA is my personal. And then the at Nerd to Live podcast Instagram also. Oh, any questions, any other resources I can point you to, be more than happy to do that. So hope you learned something. Going forward, I'm hoping to have guests on the show that will share with you not where they are now, because that'll be impressive on its own, but how they got there, how they got from where they started to where they are now. Because everybody pays attention to, oh, I want to know what Larry Wheels or who is a great lifter or any other great athlete, what they do now. But what they do now will not help you. But asking how they got to where they are now from where they started, that is where the gold of information will lay for the beginner intermediate and even the advanced lifter to pick some gold nuggets from so i hope you've learned something thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of the nerds who live podcast hopefully it wasn't too horrible hopefully they get better from here as i hope they all do and again thank you for listening finally before we sign off i want to give a shout out to a couple of sponsors who have helped make this possible specifically viking performance chalk some of the best chalk in the game. Not all chalk is created equal. They make the best sticky stuff for when you're lifting. Also, shout out to our other sponsor, Calvert Illustrations, making the dope, amazing logo that we have for the show. Very excited about that and hopefully get some merch and swag printed with that logo. So thank you again for tuning in. I'm your host, Nicholas Anderson, and see you around for episode two. Rap, 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 rap,